1: to deliver me a podcast part of the hallmark hallmarkies podcast network i am your host today casey aka hallmark my words and i of course have my lovely two co-hosts with me we have cammy say hello hi
0: everybody hooked hardy cammy slash very loving postable <laughs>
1: Oh, very loving Postable. We love loving Postables. And we also have
2: (laughs) Jess.
1: Hello, Postables and Hallmarkies. (laughs) All righty. So today we are going to be recapping the episode titled The Future Me. Oh, I Um, love this one. (laughs) Oh, yes. What were y'all's overall thoughts?
2: I think this is a really, really cute episode. Um... Because I just, I love, I love Bobby. Like, he is my favorite character, like, from this episode. Like, he is just so sweet and adorable and so, like, genuine. And I just love him. I think he really made this episode for me. Oh, yeah. He's precious. What about you, Kimmy?
0: This is, this is an episode that goes to a place where not a lot of people go. Mm -hmm. You know, the. There have been, what, what was that? Uh, The Other Sister, I think was the name of the movie where it, where it went through the whole idea of a, of a mentally retarded sister getting married. And, and it was, I didn't see the whole thing, but it was cute, very sweet, very innocent and genuine. But you don't see a whole lot, at least I haven't seen a whole lot of TV shows or TV movies go here. And it's, I mean, honestly, I was so surprised that they were able to find somebody so high functioning with Down syndrome who could act. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, because fi- you find somebody with Down syndrome who's high functioning, that's fabulous i have i had a cousin with down syndrome he's passed away now but he could not speak he he understood almost nothing he was very very low functioning so to have a high functioning uh down syndrome uh person is absolutely fabulous and then you add another level and you put them in front of a camera that's you know that's a whole another territory And, um, so it's just, it's a place where a lot of people won't go Mm -hmm. and it, and it made it so real. It made it so real. And I'm, I'm, I'm with Jess. Uh, Bobby, you could tell, you could tell that Bobby was a bit of a better actor than, uh, than Ellie. You could, you could tell that he had more experience and he felt more comfortable in front of the camera because he mm-hmm. was a little looser and a little, and a little more real, but, uh, yeah, he, oh gosh, he was amazing. I
2: love <laughs> Yeah.
1: I Why love don't Bobby. we jump right into the letter story of the. Let's do it episode because that's really the meat and potatoes of this and I mean of course we will get into the pageant later we'll get a little bit into Shane and Oliver and their relationship but since we are gushing about Bobby let's talk about Bobby
2: <laughs> we might as well let's we might it. as
1: well so um a letter enters the DLO thanks to um our new character Kimmy Cooper, <laughs> played by the lovely Andrea Brooks, and we will get into crossover. Her about- I know crossover. <laughs> we will get into her and her story, but a little bit later when we talk about the pageant. But she brings a letter to the D.L.O., and they open it and they find it is a letter to a uh, Mrs. Richard. Um, the postables assume that this letter is written by maybe a young girl, maybe that. About- nine or Nine, ten. ten. Um, and so, uh, as the postables do, they go on a trek to hunt down the letter, and they hunt it down to a high school room. High school can classroom. I,
2: <laughs> can, I, can I just say really quickly,
0: the way that Shane reads the letter, so precious. <laughs> so, yeah. just, just her, her commentary, <laughs> and the way that she put the emphasis on the right words hey you're married i still <laughs> point you know <laughs> try so she reacts and then she justifies her reactions just, <laughs> just say no <laughs> <laughs>
2: I loved I loved 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 Kristen Booth's performance right there and how she read the letter as if she were a child herself and then she went back into her grown-up voice to yeah <laughs> to testify why she read it that way. It just I loved it. I loved
1: it. <laughs> I loved how she kind of laughed at herself too and nobody yes! else was really like laughing. They're kind of <laughs> like okay. She's like uh I you know, I thought it was funny. But Never okay. mind. <laughs> <laughs> so they go to the high school and they don't know of a Mrs. Richards. However, the teacher principal was she the principal?
2: I don't or believe co
1: teacher.
2: So. I, I thought teacher. Teacher.
0: I thought yeah, I thought teacher because she um because uh, she said that the teacher who did teach in that room retired oh that makes
1: sense Those, yeah yeah
0: so um, i don't i don't think it said that she was a principal well jess we, we jess we only watched this a few days ago what, <laughs> what was it? <laughs> i thought it was teacher but i, think, I thought I she mean, was i thought she was another teacher
1: yeah i mean whoever it was the person there teacher principal likely co-teacher likely a teacher there um she remembers that there was a Bobby Richards that was a student at one point a few years prior. Um, and so she directs them to... So they... Um, okay, so the, she directs them to Bobby Richards, who has a flower shop. Um, They meet this Bobby Richards, <laughs> and this is where... Our gushing begins about <laughs> sweet
2: blooms sweet Bobby and, and hugs, and he just <laughs> engulfs Oliver. Here's the hugs, and, and Oliver's just here like here are the blooms. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: and so at this point, when I watched it the first time, I was a little confused because I was like, who, "Who? Who? Bobby Richards' wife, Mrs. Richards." mom, where are we going to go with this storyline? You know, like I was not thinking about him being the part of the storyline. I was thinking maybe it was like a mom or like maybe a sister. I don't know. I I just didn't know where that storyline was going. So I was pleasantly surprised (laughs) when we were introduced to Ellie. And then that's when I was like, okay, this is going to be a good one. Cause like you said, Cami earlier, you know, a lot of movies and TV shows, we don't go there. We don't talk about, you know, those with special needs and we don't feature them a, a whole lot. Um, mm-hmm. so that really captivated me. Um, and I know Kim, you expanded on that. Jess, did you have any thoughts when, you know, we were introduced to Ellie and Bobby?
2: Um, not as much then when we first heard the letter, I thought, it was a young girl writing to her teacher because it had been That's in a what school I desk too, mm-hmm. and so um, yeah, I think I, I didn't really know where we we're going anymore because we were now in a flower shop and we're meeting this Bobby and we're like, okay, what's unless maybe he was like you said could have been a mom and is it his teacher? His mom was a teacher or something, but yeah, I wasn't really quite sure where we were going because um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> clearly they weren't married so <laughs> right
1: <laughs> right okay yeah so we dive into the we dive into this, uh, can, of can this I, just, sorry sorry can I say one more thing
0: sure. <laughs> well I remember watching it for the first time and when Bobby comes out I went aww and then when Ellie comes out I went aww <laughs> 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 I increased in my level of awe because yeah. <laughs> um because, I didn't know exactly where it was going but the moment that I, the moment that he said Ellie and I recognized the handwriting I knew it had something mm-hmm. to do with the two of them didn't know exactly what but uh mm-hmm. but yeah I just I immediately had an instinct that it involved the two of them and so it just I, th- yeah, the second that
2: she came out, I just, went,
0: oh,
1: oh, <laughs>
0: I, had, I had this, I was upping myself and my level of
2: reactions. And I, I yeah. love the the shirt she had on. Keep calm. It's just an extra chromosome. Yeah. An extra chromosome. That's so cute. So and then cute. Bobby,
0: what's the matter? You got a problem with a guy <laughs> who works <laughs> with
1: flowers? It just, it's, uh, oh my God. Can you get any cuter? I know. I totally giggled when he was like, Yeah, I recognize the handwriting. It's terrible. Like (laughs) not a shock. It was so cute. It was so funny. I just giggled like a schoolgirl because Well, and the fact that they're
0: looking. No, they're looking, they're trying, and then Mm -hmm. she's she's right there. (laughs) Yeah. Ellie, Ellie, that, that's who we're looking for. I know. I recognize the handwriting. It's impossible to read. it's this little <laughs> Jack Sparrow <laughs> hand gesture right there. Yeah. <laughs> it's impossible to read. <laughs> so, you just, you cannot help but smile. You cannot
1: yeah. help but smile this entire scene. Yeah. It's so sweet. Totally agree. So we find out that Ellie wrote the letter to her future self hence mrs bobby richards so the letter was written about seven years prior so they are probably right. bobby and ellie are in their early 20s 23 24 25 ish in that general range um, if they were 15 16 17 during that time period we just know they were in high school um uh, doing the math. They're probably sophomores in high school, but that doesn't even matter right now. So actually, you're right
0: because he, yeah, you're right. Because Bobby graduated five years prior. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then, and then it was, and it was seven years ago. So Mm -hmm. she was, she was a sophomore. Maybe he Mm -hmm. was a junior. Yeah.
1: Um. So the letter actually arrived, not just on time, but early. Unlike many other of the letters that we've seen so far. Yeah, that that never happens. (laughs) It never happens. (laughs) Which is also a funny twist. So Ellie reads the letter and she realizes there's one thing that's wrong. Because if you remember, the letter had said, if you're not married or what was the line, Kim? You're really good at remembering of all the (laughs) lines and stuff. If
0: what I said if everything i said hasn't happened then you need to tell other then you need to tell the other people then stop yeah if everything if everything isn't the way i said then stop and just say no this is my life or something I, <laughs> you yeah, have to I, I, it now. I can't I'm not Rita I'm not Rita <laughs> I was about to
1: give you the Rita Haywith Award I mean <laughs> I, I
0: I remembered a couple of lines. Do I do I get do, do I get
1: you the get points. Yes you get points because do you remember I get the Renita I do I get the Renita Award? because yeah, 'cause we I'm not Rita <laughs> Yeah, you can get the Renita Award, but generally speaking, the letter basically tells Ellie that she needs to change her life right now because she is not married to Bobby Richards. She is not Mrs. Richards yet, and we kind of get a feeling that they're not married yet because somebody's parents are a little on edge and a little like, "Mm, not yet. We don't know the full story yet. But we kind of get a hint there because when Bobby and Ellie are talking, they kind of give each other a look like, yo, we're not married. because yeah. well,
2: <laughs> It's complicated. Know. I think and, is what they say. Yeah, that, it's complicated. That's exactly what they said. Yeah. I so, remember that. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so um, Ellie, de- de- she demands to be brought home. So Shane and Oliver bring her home to her parents. And she demands, she being Ellie, demands that her dad let her marry Bobby. And her dad says no and she is heartbroken to say the least and accuses him of treating her like a baby and shane being shane being the empathic pokes one her that nose she is and she yes yeah, she definitely pokes her nose in and she's about to say something but mr comforts reminds her that she's not a parent and thank you but no thanks yes yeah. but shane can't ju- she can't let it go of course and not <laughs> <because> she's shane <laughs> she's shane she's a feeler she's empathic she just can't let it poor ellie poor bobby go but mr comfort ends up ru- running into well not really running into them but he like runs to them in the dl well not the deal but the post office well, because- looks for them he goes yeah lo- he goes to look for them because, because of this. bobby and ellie have gone missing <laughs> so at this point they've run away <laughs> they've run away did you guys think that they ran away to be married or did you guys think that oh, yeah did you think that yeah they're gonna I, oh, yeah. I did
2: too yeah. yeah I think I had it's thought crazy. that and that they were gonna like maybe stop them before it happened but yeah I-, I thought it was gonna be way dramatic you know what I'm saying like oh do I a whole know, wedding, stop the wedding <laughs> kind of thing
1: <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> yeah i was thinking stop the wedding and then a sob that's That's a a different hallmark and then (laughs) okay we'll let you get married but what ended up happening is that um bobby and ellie just went to get a marriage license to prove that they were serious about getting married (gasps) which shows
0: just how just shows how feeling and how sympathetic they really are because they want what they want and they want people to take them seriously which mm-hmm. you know i mean anybody who's been in a situation as a child or with somebody who's smarter than they are in any given uh circumstance you just you want to be taken seriously i I'm the youngest of six, guys, and all five of them are brothers. <laughs> I know about what it means to want to be taken seriously. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> so, but yeah, I, I think that, you know, the fact that they didn't elope, the, fa- the fact that they didn't elope was something that was really impressive. Mm-hmm. That they That Bobby, because he's kind of the voice of reason in the relationship, I think, yeah, and Bobby didn't want to get married
2: like this,
0: right? He, they they
2: were very rational about it, and like let's do this level rational is a good and, word, and yeah. You know, not, just do something rash and go off and yeah elope like you said. Like they they're very yeah. like precise and like okay we're yeah, gonna yeah they
0: want to get married, but they want to do it the right way, and so mm-hmm. this the license is good for thirty days, which mm-hmm. is yeah it's. Mm-hmm.
1: yeah Yeah. they're adorable (laughs) and I mean like the fact that Bobby wanted to honor her father in particular was just like I I don't know I was just like wow way to go Bobby that's like so I don't know because not not a lot of guys or girls for that matter would do that they wouldn't if they were in that much love they'd just get married because they're grown adults but the fact that he wanted to honor her, her parents was just amazing to me.
2: Yeah. I mean, that just shows you like who he is. And I love like around when they're having that conversation, he, he takes a moment and he says, you know, that, that people, um, you know, he sees them looking at him. They don't understand who he is. They don't understand what he can do. And that really spoke to me too, because, you know, I've worked, um, in a therapeutic setting with kids with disabilities with horses in people don't understand what these children and adults are capable of that just because they have some sort of challenge or handicap does Mm -hmm. not mean that they are capable of doing great things and so i really love that you know he was able to express that and show that ellie she understands and like that is part of you know what bonds them together is they can understand each other and they don't Mm -hmm. underestimate each other's abilities and i thought that was that was really nice to to hear him say that Mm -hmm. too
1: yeah yeah and bringing up the yoke I thought was oh my so smart. And it just <laughs> Oliver <painted laughs> I know. It just Oliver
2: strikes again. Picture.
1: He yeah. does. He does with his amazing words and such. But I don't know. For me that just painted a great picture of like I mean, in the spiritual sense, there's the being equally yoked as in, you know, in your beliefs or whatnot. In the but Bible. Also, right. And then also, you know, in your, I don't know, what do you, what do you want to call it? Mentally, physically, like just in, reg- in regular, regular life. life, you know, yeah. you always mm-hmm. want, and it, that could be friendship. You want somebody to be equally yoked with you who can uplift you and who can bring you up and, you know, carry you along and, you know, mm-hmm. your marriage and stuff. It's the same way. So oh, I just thought it was such a beautiful picture, especially with um, Bobby and Ellie yeah so all that gushing and all that being said mr comfort ellie's father realizes that these two really are equally yoked together and they should be married and he says really messed up and bobby goes well welcome to my life (laughs) 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 and how sweet of him
0: You know, how sweet of him to not say, "Uh, yeah, you did.
2: Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, he He doesn't hold any like grudge or anything. He just, like, because I think he does kind of understand, you know, a father wants Mm -hmm. to protect his daughter. He wants what's best for Ellie. Mm -hmm. And I think Bobby sees that, even that the dad is, you know, not quite willing to admit certain things. But, Mm -hmm. yeah, it's just so nice that he approaches that with kindness and compassion and not, like you said, Cammy, being like, oh, yeah.
0: (laughs) Well, and it's, it's a really hard situation Mm -hmm. because they're grown adults. They're totally of age. They, you know, on paper, they can get married, Mm -hmm. but they do have special needs. Mm -hmm. How much of the adult world can they handle? Are they just going to end up living with one of their parents? Mm -hmm. You know, are, what, what is their, what is their brain capacity? What age? What age is their brain capacity? You know, it's mm-hmm. all of those things. It's a hard situation. You don't want to get in the way of true love, but you also need to be very careful that you know, these these people, yes, they're grown adults, but not mentally. Mm-hmm. And so is is it okay to let them strike out on their own and let yeah. them be grown-ups, so to speak? Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's, it's a, I, I totally, I don't necessarily agree 100%, but I can totally
1: see the dad's dilemma Mm -hmm. completely. For sure. For sure. And I mean, and we'll get into this too, as we talk about the surprise at the end. Um, But there's always, and I know Kami and I have talked about this, you know, in other podcast episodes, but there is an element of father-daughter relationship and protection there too. So, I mean, take all that and then add that level of love and um, it's just all the feels. So, um, speaking (laughs) about the surprise at the end, we see um, Ellie and her mom kind of walking her somewhere and they open Ellie's eyes and they're in the
2: barn! The the barn barn
1: that Ellie wrote about in her letter, and her letter was basically a replica of um, her parents' wedding. Her parents' wedding, yeah. And then, this is the moment, okay, so this whole episode, I'm like giggle fits and just like, (laughs) oh, and like, this is so cute and precious. (laughs) Um, But then, (laughs) when the dad, they like, basically... Parts the Red Sea, the dad, comes forward and he says, someone had to bring the stars tonight. I was like, oh my goodness. <laughs> like, I just, like, lost no. my, like, my cool because it was just so precious. And it was just, because I have a thing wanted- for fathers and daughters.
0: Well, and she said in the letter, I hope you're dancing under the stars. And just- I know. Oh man, so sweet. Sorry, so Jess, we're gushing. Sweet. I know, gushy, 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 romantic over here. It's like, okay, great. <laughs> this is this is the part of being a hopeless romantic. It involves all levels. It involves all <laughs> levels of romance. It involves the grand gestures and the small gestures. It involves the passionate love and the innocent love. <laughs> That's why you're hopeless. (laughs) Because it's all the levels. So, yes, I'm gushing and I'm proud of it. Hmm.
1: (laughs) I mean, for me, mine was like, the Ellie Bobby storyline was very precious, but it was the father-daughter storyline that just got me, like, up in my feels because it was just so sweet and so amazing. Like, what kind of... What dad is going to like basically recreate his wedding for you? You know, it's Mm -hmm. like that's a lot of work and especially a short amount of time. Yeah.
2: I mean,
0: (laughs) yeah, we don't know how much time, we don't know how much time passed, but it couldn't have been more than a few days. Could have been more than
2: 30, for sure. We know that.
1: (laughs) So Ellie and Bobby get married and they dance, and people are throwing you know, flower petals and stuff at them, and it's just happily ever after. Gush, gosh, gush. <laughs> and and one,
0: one thing that I really loved, and I told Jess this when we were watching it, uh, I said that I loved the camera angles because at the very beginning they were so careful to only show her hands mm-hmm. her hair yes. her necklace you know and so there is not even one moment that you would suspect this kind of storyline at mm-hmm. all like like we said we thought it was a 9 year old writing to her teacher
1: mm-hmm. you know
0: and then maybe and the camera angles were her witnessing her witnessing the ceremony happening or watching her get ready you know and I just, I loved how you saw those camera angles and you saw just the back of Bobby's head, not enough to, not enough to see anything revealing. Mm-hmm. And then they show those same angles at the end when the wedding happens and it's, it brings it full circle and it's
1: Martha.
0: Amazing. <laughs> Martha, <you're>
1: amazing.
0: <laughs> hey guys, it's Cammie and Anne. With Mother's Day coming very, very quickly and just fast approaching around the corner, what do you get your mother for Mother's Day? I know that it is always a struggle with me. My mom says, hey, I want this for Mother's Day. That kind of ruins the point. So, And we live with my mother currently,
2: and so it's always really hard to try to get her just the perfect gift. What about you, Anne? Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, it's, it's your mom, it's a big and important day. And so it can be a struggle to kind of find the right thing um, for, for, for a mom. Definitely.
1: Right. So are you looking for the perfect gift
0: for your mom or even another loved one? Well, we've got what you need. Skylight. Nowadays, staying in touch with those we love is so much easier than it used to be (laughs) Yes, and it's also more important than ever and the easiest way to do it is with skylight a photo frame you can email photos to how easy is that yeah that's awesome don't have to have the right software or any of that just email the photos anytime from anywhere it's a great way to feel close. So and I live with my mom like I said. But where are your where's your mom?
2: I live in Nashville, but my parents are in Atlanta, Georgia. Um so they're not with me. So it would be really easy for me to just email some photos, you know, to the Skylight frame by sending it to my mom and then she could see, you know, what we have going on and be surprised when it comes on the screen there. Yeah, and the other thing is multiple people
0: because it's an email address multiple people can send to this you don't have to invite people to a group which is always so annoying uh-huh. and it sets up effortlessly listen to this in under 60 seconds oh, wow and then sending it is effortless like we said everyone in your family can just email photos to mom skylight and they'll pop up in her home in seconds you can preload it with your favorite photos too and then you can also have the emails. So now as a special holiday offer, so if you look are looking for just that right gift for mom, you can get $10 off your purchase of a Skylight Frame when you go to skylightframe.com hallmark and enter code hallmark. That's right. $10 off your purchase of a Skylight Frame, which is... Not a small amount of money. Just go to skylightframe.com slash Hallmark and enter code Hallmark. S-K-Y-L-I-G-H-T-F-R-A-M-E dot com slash Hallmark. So give, give, give a mom a gift she'll enjoy and enjoy yourself.
1: So speaking of the wedding, we're going to trek a little bit backwards for this next segment. So Shane and Oliver. <laughs> oh, cool. oh, so the last time we saw these two, Shane basically told Oliver that your wife ain't coming home, honey. But not in so many words. Um, <laughs> she tried. <laughs>
2: and oliver did um, not appreciate it
1: <laughs> did not appreciate it however oliver comes strolling into the DLL. we're going back to the beginning of the episode and he dumps all the letters from paris into the france box kaboom he is okay he's fine everything so is fine
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> it reminds me of the friends episode where ross is fine everything is fine i'm fine anyway, yeah With the sneaky voice Totally fine. (laughs) Oliver is quote unquote fine, Um, and he's acting a little weird around everybody. Shane particularly, and Shane and Oliver are sitting in the mailbox grill, and he's reading a book. And Shane's like, "We good, bro?" And he's like,
0: "Yeah, we're cool." (laughs) When at the in the DLO, how I am fine, and he walks out (laughs) and like. Oh, he's miserable.
2: (laughs) (laughs) He he says that quote about, um, oh, something about loss being changed and change is nature's delight. And I stand before you, delighted. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I stand before before you, delighted.
0: And that was by Shakespeare.
2: That wasn't uh, Shakespeare. That's Marcus Aurelius. Who's going to tell him? him? (laughs) They're just so horrified. (laughs) Loss and, is nothing and, complete, but change. and
0: Shane is completely <laughs> oblivious. No, I I think he's fine. Did you see his tie? Did you see? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Did you see his tie? And that quote. Oh, he's a mess. <laughs> <In> a, <laughs> Look
1: good to me. That, good that's,
0: that's how Oliver is a mess.
1: <laughs> it's a fairly neat mess, but. Uh, <laughs> No, so, yeah, we can't call him a hot mess, can't we? Yeah, I? <laughs> I mean, do the of Hallmark Twitter group might, but you know. Um, uh. <laughs> anyway.
0: I can see it now. Uh, the Postables
1: version of a hot mess and him holding a <laughs> YooHoo or something. <laughs> it's going to be a meme. So in the mailbox, girl, awesome. when he tells Shane that he's fine, she goes to like like brush some dirt off of him or pick some lint or something
2: did y'all notice
1: that and he's yeah, awkward move thank goodness Rita came in but it was just it was an interesting moment there for the two of them like and I I have a question about
2: I have a question about that scene because right before she tried to brush the lint off and because she was asking you know are we okay I there's a distance and he was all like well I'm right here there's no distance and I was like is he really that dense that he does not understand what she is asking him I mean what do you guys think I'm like you clearly know she's not asking yeah you're right here but
1: I don't know I think he was just playing dumb he's a I, I don't think he wanted to show his hand
2: he was just trying to get past the moment kind of thing yeah
1: kind of like I'm gonna pretend that my feelings don't exist for you I'm gonna pretend that none of this has ever happened like I'm gonna shove it under the rug and I'm gonna act dumb because I do not want to because here's the thing with Oliver and that kind of personality he's not gonna want to open that can of worms because as soon as you open that can of worms it's gonna it's like there it goes it's like (laughs) that's it you know So I feel like for him, especially with him still being married, with him having these feelings, it's just easier to just shove it under the rug or shove it in a can, seal Mm -hmm. it tight and be like, I'm going to pretend I do not know anything you're talking about.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. know. I don't know. I, because of how, because of how socially inept he is, (laughs) I'm still wondering how the man was married, you know, (laughs) How, how on earth did that man get married the first time? <laughs> anyway, moving on. Uh, because of how socially inept he is and how he is kind of blocking her out, I can definitely see why he would pretend. But part of me thinks, no, he's really being that, de- he really is that dense. It, <laughs> just because, because he he's like, I'm right here. 'Cause I mean that's a that's a classic man line. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a classic man line. I'm right here. No, you are not right here. So mm-hmm. I I think I think that he may have been to some degree that dense.
1: Yeah. So when Oliver Oliver was talking about the yoke, do you think that in the back of his mind he was thinking about him and his wife?
0: Oh yes. yes. I think so. Mm-hmm. And I think that he's finally getting the picture that he's putting in all the effort to keep the marriage together and she is not. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. <laughs> and I find it interesting too, This really is not part of the episode, but like, why hasn't Holly like made things official? Like she clearly left and has not made any attempt to get back together. Why, like, why hasn't she reached out just to make it official? You know what I mean? I find that odd. Like mm-hmm. why leave it hanging in limbo for how many years has it been? Like two. By the time two? by the time she comes back it's two. I just I think that's weird to me. Like why would you just leave it hanging like that for so long?
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, are we
2: table are we tabling this discussion for when we
0: go do uh from Paris with love or to Paris with love or are we answering that right now because I do have a thought. Share your thought. <laughs> yeah. <that>. Okay. Good. <laughs> okay. So my thought is that Number one, because of how religious Oliver is, and the idea that divorce is so disdainful to him,
2: mm-hmm. and
0: you know what he went through with his parents, because remember what she says, if we say it, we can't take it back. Mm. you know it, so I think that the, that part of her just wants to avoid that um because of maybe there's an underlying religious reason, or she's trying to think. She, she's actually showing some. <laughs> Imagine this: she's showing some compassion for Oliver, and she's trying to be sympathetic towards his sentimentalities. Um, my other thought is she is such an airhead that <laughs> she she doesn't she doesn't want to deal with reality. She wants what she wants when she wants it. You know, she didn't even say, I'm leaving you. She mm-hmm. didn't go back to Colorado for her things. She just flew to Paris, <laughs> you know? <We're> not- so, <laughs> with almost nothing. And we don't know if she, mm-hmm. you know, sent for her things or anything like that. But she strikes me as such a child that she doesn't want to face anything, mm-hmm. she doesn't want to deal with reality on any level. I mean, she comes back in to Paris with love. She comes back as if nothing's happened. <laughs> right. And hello, a <laughs> lot of things have happened, my dear. Oh, you know, right. and <laughs> she want, she's acting like she wants to pick up where they left off. No, we can't do that. So, yeah, I think that she is that much of a child and that much of an
1: airhead that she didn't want to deal with it. Mm hmm. Yeah, I mean, at this point, watching it through the first time in the canon, it didn't, I wasn't so invested in that. It was more of a curious thing, like, hmm. But I was so invested in everything else that it kind of split my mind. Mm -hmm. Having watched the whole canon, Holly, to me, just seems like she's, she didn't return in those two years because Damsel in Distress. And we'll get into a lot more of that in To Paris With Love. Um, but, and not distress necessarily, but she remember, wanted attention. She, she wanted the attention. She wanted to be quote unquote rescued. She wanted him to chase after her. She wanted him to mm-hmm. beg for her back. She wanted her to, or him to like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So mm-hmm. not that she was in any distress at all. I mean, she's living <laughs> it up in Paris with like, obviously nothing, but maybe a three-year lease in her nice apartment that we, you know, had discovered last week. Um, but I do think that from my perspective, she just tension hogged, but that's just me. We'll get into all of that later. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways, um, so at the end of this episode, we have a little reconciliation. Not necessarily with words from Shane and Oliver, but with their feet After her. <laughs> about dancing again so can i jess is gonna kill
0: me here but can i can i borrow can i borrow dr carson shepard's words here since i stuck my foot in my mouth i think i'll let my feet do the talking (laughs)
2: that's actually a good quote to use for that (laughs) because it's exactly what he did and yeah it's a little reconciliation because like well we didn't get to have our showcase dance but you think we can remember the steps? And,
0: and it's like, as much as he's willing to say at this point. Mm-hmm.
2: He's not. He's not going to say I'm sorry. Right. You know. He's not going to admit. Because, yeah, that- he doesn't really think he did anything wrong. He thought he was doing right. the right thing mm-hmm. in his right. very kind of out of the box Oliver way. But
1: <laughs> right. <laughs>
0: So, or maybe yeah. way too far in the box, you know, yeah. <laughs> one of the two,
2: <laughs> down the rabbit hole. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's
0: a good, yeah. So, uh, but yeah, I I think that that's, I, I think that that's, that's his way of apologizing. Mm-hmm. And that's his way of showing that everything's okay
1: between the two of them. Yeah. I mean, they better be, he's willing to dance with her, so. And the last time they danced, she got a little hot. Um. <laughs> Just a Ooh. little. <sighs> Bring on the fans. Um, okay. Alright. So the last portion, the last segment of this beautiful episode, the fun begins with the pageants oh, that boy. Rita is entering. And let's talk about our dear friend, Andrea Brooks, who plays, oh my gosh, Kimmy Cooper. Can I just say <laughs> okay, I watched When Calls of the Heart first. Before I watched Seal. Yeah. so I knew Me Andrea too. Brooks as Faith Carter, proper, right. prim, cute, sweet, when I sweet, <laughs> incredibly kind, and a hard worker. When I saw Andrea Brooks pop up on the screen, I was like, "Oh, there's our girl Andrea. What's that girl?" And then she was all <laughs> Valley girl, like, "I'm Kimmy Cooper. Hi." <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Oh."
0: I, I, never, I never thought in a million years that I could see her play a witch. I oh, never no. in a million year, years would have thought that I would see her play a catty witch. Mm-hmm.
1: You know? <laughs> now, uh, segue real quick, but apparently she's her character in Supergirl is pretty... Intense. Yeah. Yeah, so,
0: so see I saw I saw her first episode in Supergirl, maybe the first two when she was more like Faith Carter. She was the fretting secretary mm-hmm. running around trying to do her job, trying to do well and all of that. But then I stopped watching and I completely missed her transition into villain. And so mm-hmm. I haven't seen that side. And, you know, and this was, I was watching, I watched When Calls the Heart first as well. And mm-hmm. I was, and I watched this episode of Sign Seal Delivered before, I think before she had even joined Supergirl. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, never in a million years would I have dreamed that I would see Andrea Brooks play such a catty
1: witch. <laughs> <laughs> so. Kimmy Kipper um, goes to the DLO to scope out Rita her competition and she is going to win by whatever means it takes and dear sweet sweet Rita, sweet Rita thinks she's going to be her friend but big sister Shane steps in and she's like she is not going to be your friend number one, number two you are going (laughs) to (laughs) win. It I really just, shows just how naive Rita
0: is, and yeah. in the sweetest way possible. Yeah, more like innocence, does, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Na- naive, naive, and sweet. Just, I mean, when I, I probably, if if it had been me and Kimmy came in and introduced herself, I would have been okay, nice to meet you, yeah. and and then, but then when Shane told me. That she was a branch hopper. I mean, what did Rita say? Oh, she sounds very ambitious. You know, you're just like, <laughs> Rita, honey, wake up. <laughs> but, but you know, but that's you know, that's when it would have been a big jump for me. Mm-hmm. Like, what the? Okay, fine. You know, yeah. it, it's do or die now. But she did it. She just said, "Oh, she's very ambitious." You know.
1: <laughs> Oh, Rita! Sweet, sweet Rita. sweet Rita. But I, I related to Shane. Like that would I would be Shane. I would be the one that would be like I probably would too. No, first of all, okay. First of all, you are going to win. <laughs> I'm gonna make you win. <laughs> um. So Shane helps Rita, quote unquote, win, uh, and she has her made over. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. So so Rita gets her uh, we don't see it all in the background, but Shane goes into the DLO without Rita and she introduces the Miss Special Delivery. And Rita walks in (laughs) with her hair all dyed, her makeup all dyed, no glasses, in a very, very just Like, sexy outfit. (laughs)
0: It's it's totally modest, but it's very form fitting. You never dreamed you would see Rita (laughs) in something like that. But I mean, okay, segue. That was a really cute outfit. I really like that outfit. It was so cute. That, yeah. And, you know, and I think, I think Rita's dresses are so cute in general. So mm-hmm. when, when Kimmy says that she looks like a refugee from Les Miserables, I'm like, no, she doesn't. <laughs> She's <laughs> not in rags. <irratics>, honey. <laughs> so, oh, and by the way, Andrea speaks French in real life. So her, her, fre- her perfect French accent came out in that one little <laughs> moment of <Yes>. Les Miserables.
1: <laughs> <laughs> So the boys are just very
2: shocked. <laughs> I love like, how they just, like, scooch forward, like, hey, Rita. And and Norman, there's, like, a fan, like, blowing a little, little wisp of his hair. <laughs> oh, <my around>.
1: hair. <laughs> so hilarious. I
2: mean, He looks almost terrified. Like, who is, who is that? Who is that? That's Rita? And then, and, and then, yeah, she tells, like, she, it's, it's me. And she puts her glasses on. And he's like, oh, hi. <laughs> oh, is you? i mean that's something that a five-year-old would do yeah you know, so innocent and sweet so like, sweet i love it <laughs> and
1: then later on and rita dressed up in this her her new outfit new Frida with glasses um she and norman are going they go to the um city mm-hmm. hall to get a fake marriage license to see if Bobby and Ellie were there, and the uh, clerk, played by Casey Anderson, uh, yes! is all like, wait, you guys are getting married? Well, yeah, lucky out. Look, at her, up, look <laughs> at her up and down, totally checking her out. <laughs> but my favorite part in that scene is when they started, they were, um, they're like, oh, Bobby and Ellie, clerk's like, oh, yeah, they're, you know, here, he looks like, uh double wedding and he's like double trouble
0: (laughs) (laughs) and the the my favorite my my favorite is the look on
2: rita's face just
1: uh, 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 uh. (laughs) (laughs) so funny well kimmy cooper kimmy cooper is not the only competition Oh, we have another guest star on here the fabulous mary lou henner oh, who you may recognize from aurora tea garden this is rose mom if you are a hallmarky a mystery sleuther person sleuther. there's like the <laughs> connection there and everything but mary lou henner it her daughter Vivene, which can we just say Vivine, like, that is such a bougie name, first of all, and I'm sorry, if you're a Vivine, I'm sure you're a lovely person, but it's just such, a, like, I don't know, it's very hoity. Um, her baby is also entering the contest, the pageant, and she will not lose on any account. Yes, do you love that she put, that Casey put in that southern twang with her
0: baby? <laughs> <laughs> Cause I mean, she was, I don't know where, the, where they're from, but she totally was being a Southern mama. You know? <laughs> my, oh, my baby.
1: Yeah, Southern... she was totally about to put the dance moms on there. <laughs> I, yeah. I
0: was about to say Southern slash stage mom all smushed together in one. And Oh, and let's, you know, let's throw in an Italian mama. If you've seen the movie (laughs) Return to Me, he's like an Italian mama. So
1: so we'll put all of, we'll put all of those together. And she was that mama. (laughs) Oh yeah. She was something else. So we get to the pageant and Vivene's mama is just, she, she walks up to Rita and she's like, my daughter will win, and we will squish you out. <laughs> like a bug.
0: <laughs> She's and not even subtle about it. I mean, I oh, thought no. that she would say something. I thought she would say something a bit more passive aggressive. You something a bit more mm-hmm. subtle. But no, she says, "I'm gonna squash you like a bug." That's pretty clear.
1: <laughs> and dear sweet Norman sees this interaction. Between Glennis and Rita, <laughs> he walks up to Rita, and of course, because Norman doesn't say things outright, same with Oliver, they never say things outright. Like he's he just says, So um, I was taking lip reading classes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's very interesting, Norman. <laughs> and she's
1: like, I gotta go. But he tells her about the tree lobster. And tells her in so many words that tree lobsters are unsquashable like you. And that is just the oomph that Rita needs to get the courage and to regain composure to get back up on the stage. Um, and so we see Rita, Kimmy, and Vivide, um <laughs> competing. And I, I just have to say this is kind of a nerd thing that I noticed but when they were sorting the letters and putting it in all the baskets I loved that Rita took her stack and organized it first instead of like running like a chicken with her head cut off trying Mm -hmm. to like find all the baskets and whatnot and I thought that was incredibly smart I mean of course Rita our girl is like the smartest person known to man Mm -hmm um but that was one thing that I noticed and then her speech at the end what did y'all think about her speech oh,
2: I loved it and you know it's interesting too because it's a little appropriate for the times because the question was oh shoot um it was something about the the the, the postal Come on, system. Yes, How about, I don't know the exact words but it was about the postal system being threatened and we're hearing you know there's like a whole thing going on around about saving the post office and um and i just love that she she can she incorporates norman's thing about the bug and okay so i'm not a romantic but i am a nerdy scientist so i was like when norman was talking about the bug i'm that's my moment. I'm like oh, someone did that to me. <laughs> that's like, when her heart started <laughs> me. That gets me, okay so like and she's like you know bugs can surprise you and <laughs> and um, you know she says the line about you stop thinking about you know all the things you can't do and start dreaming about the things that you can do. And I just love it. It's, it's so pure and so Rita. Mm -hmm. And it was a beautiful speech. I really loved it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Uh, I agree.
2: I, uh,
0: I think that the fact that Norman offered that quiet support, you know, he gave, he gave her this, beach beforehand and he told her about it, but then you know he sees Glennis kind of doing the squashing the, motion, <laughs> the squat the squashing motion and all he does is clear his throat and hold up the pinchers. Mm-hmm. you know it just <laughs> reminding just reminding her that he's there, reminding her that he's in her corner and you can see, the fear kind of drain away from her face and she straightens her shoulders and yeah, it,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: it, it's, and then, and she, she knows that that's when she knows she can do it. And like Jess, like Jess said, you know, everything's moving to digital. Everything is going towards not needing the post office in a lot of ways. And I, and I thought that her speech was the perfect way to give hope to her fellow employees, mm-hmm. <laughs> is, is what the question was. So.
2: And uh, slight aside, Postables, if you're curious, don't look up what a South Pacific tree lobster looks like. Just picture it as a really cute lobster, because it is a really creepy-looking bug. <laughs> it's ugly. It's creepy. <laughs> it's, it's so just just imagine it as that little cute lobster with the Norman Pinchers and that image. <laughs> because the real thing's pretty creepy
0: <laughs> yeah you're better off <laughs> yeah
1: and there you have it that's our recap of the future me and of course we are gonna have a little pop quiz now you basically stole all my questions so um Oops. <laughs> that's okay <sighs> okay so my first question was who did oliver quote
2: marcus aurelius marcus aurelius <laughs> <laughs>
1: Okay, what tie knot does Oliver wear on Wednesday? Windsor. 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 Full Windsor. Full Windsor. Windsor.
2: Windsor. Oh, okay. But what did he wear that day? A four in one. Oh, dang. Four <laughs> in hand.
1: Oh, four in hand. Oh, stop! half it right. Half <laughs> half. I get half point. Half point. <laughs> what is Ellie's favorite color?
2: Purple. Mm. Yes. And remember, the letter was written <laughs> also in
1: purple. Uh, what is the name of the flower shop? The what? <laughs> Blooms, and Blooms and hugs. Blooms ah. yes. and
0: hugs. We said it at the exact same time, girl.
1: Uh, I was
2: ahead you. both. Judge rule. Thank you. Okay, we're we're not competitive uh, at all. Not no. At all all <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> final question, and if you get this right, you will win. Um, what is when Elise With what? win what win what <laughs> you'll win bragging rights on Um <laughs> what is ellie's parents name what are what are ellie's parents names paul
2: and paul uh, and
0: uh, uh 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 um man i know the room number of the of the <laughs> high school
2: and i don't know <laughs> i know the guy his it's paul and... it's not paul it's not paul i thought it was paul. paul uh are you sure
1: yeah
0: i just know i just know mr kembert um
1: she says when when um they reunite with ellie and bobby they right they were se- they just went to the do, mom they just, yeah they the wife says
2: first name they were doing it yeah y'all don't know yeah i guess i don't know i thought i, I thought I, I thought it was paul i got sworn. okay it's
1: leslie <laughs> wow. and mark Wow, oh, n- never would have got that, that. Wasn't even close.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nope. All right, y'all. No. Don't get that. But I memorized the scientific name with that bug. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right, all right. What's the? I, I want to know. Is that okay, Casey? Yeah. It's um. So it's like Dryoculus, I don't I know thought, how to pronounce I it. I it as you well. said you memorized it. I could spell <laughs> it, but I can't. Mem- I don't know how to pronounce it all the way. But it's like dryoculus australis. Whoo. Hmm.
1: Fascinating.
2: All right. And Rocky Mountain High School, yes. room
0: 145. 145. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we remember the wrong things, you,
1: you just, You just asked the wrong questions, Kimme. Yeah. <laughs> I did have those in the running, but I didn't write them down. All righty. <laughs> well, next week we will reunite and discuss the episode called Something Good. Oh, So. Okay we are very excited and we hope that you guys have a wonderful week thank you so much for listening and if you're not already following us you can follow the podcast at deliver me a pod on twitter you can follow hallmarkies podcast all over socials hallmarkies podcast on instagram hallmarkies pod on twitter you can follow me at hallmark my words and just where can people find you
2: you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at blog, or you can check out my website, BeneathStillWaters.com.
1: And Cami, where can people find you?
0: You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at CammieDramagirl on Facebook, the Hooked Hardy Facebook page. And my blog is HookedHardy.com.
1: All righty. Have a great week, Postables. We'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.